The Cult-Worthy Podcast. Join me, Antonio Palacios, each week as I guide you through a never-ending sea of obscure cinema and cult-worthy gems that deserve a rediscovery. Find me on all listening platforms and at thecultworthy.com. The Cult-Worthy Podcast. Join us. You're listening to Geeky Dad After Dark, and I am Peter from Cobra Kai Companion. When the kids are asleep, that's when dad has time to play. Welcome to the Geeky Dad After Dark. You know, this week we are doing a little recap and review of Cobra Kai Season 5. Now, there's going to be a lot of spoilers in this episode. So if you haven't seen the latest season of Cobra Kai, uh, you know, go watch it and come back and listen to our show. We have a special guest. Uh, We have Peter from the Cobra Kai Companion Podcast. Uh, Cobra Kai just dropped their big fifth season out on Netflix, and I couldn't uh, celebrate this epic season with a better host. My co-host today is Peter. Peter, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, Thanks for having me, Raphael. Um, My name is Peter. I host a podcast and YouTube channel called uh, Cobra Kai Companion. Um, Over there, we do episode reviews, uh, trailer breakdowns, um, sometimes we go over, usually we go over the uh, like first look images, but not so much content after a, seri- uh, a season's release. Uh, just because by then you want to get into like the episode proper because everyone else is doing the episode breakdowns, right? So yeah, uh, so yeah usually le- leading up to a release, uh, we're kind of focusing on anything brand new, uh, articles, um, things of that nature. And... Uh, and, and a bunch of interviews, usually from like the uh, those that involved on the on the show. Yeah, yeah, you got some great interviews on your show. I was checking out all of them recently. Now, how do you how do you set those up? You have uh, like uh, you, you you got connections with the the cast that way, or you just contact them and they. Well, um, yeah, uh, I, I think what it is, is um, I was, you know, I, I, I've been covering the show since day one mm-hmm. and uh, I started doing episode reviews and I've been podcasting for uh, over eight years now. And uh, I've reached out to cast members before for movies that I've reviewed. And I was like, you know what? Well, why don't I try this with Cobra Kai? And when the show started out, a lot of the younger cast, they they were um, kind of uh they hadn't done a whole lot of things obviously like show those on like Blue Beetle now and Paintless has um you know she was on a lot of Disney shows before yeah but yeah yeah but yeah you know your Dimitri and you know your um gosh who was I interviewing back then just back then there there wasn't um they, they were kind of a newer cast essentially right, right? right except for you know your Billy and Ralph who are returning but uh, I, I just kind of reached out and and slowly but surely, I was able to uh, connect with uh, a lot of them. Um, 
a lot of the 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 smaller roles you know not a whole lot of your main uh main characters to begin with and as i was getting some of these interviews um some of the cast members they, they were telling me that once i reached out they would contact like you know one of the creators to see if it's okay and and um it was uh I, I guess they would basically get the approval to come onto my show, and right. and that's just kind of how it started. And so I've kind of built a relationship with some of the the, the cast members, and um, many of them have come on a, a number of times. And the younger cast members, uh, because they were so young, I would also uh, a couple of them. I had their moms come on, you know, so that <laughs> way, they, you know, I could speak yeah. with the moms, so that way I could build a trust with them. And mm-hmm. then speak with the younger cast members, you know, like the, the characters of Bert and Nate, for example, because they were like 14, 15 uh, when, when they first came on the show. And like uh, like Gianni, who plays Dimitri, he was 16, you mm-hmm. know, but but he was like uh, like kind of a more mature 16, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've um, that's, that's basically it. And when I spoke with the creators, um, I, 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 I was able to get them to come on. Uh, just right before season two came out right and still they YouTube. said right yeah. it was still on youtube uh youtube red and then premium and I, I think maybe youtube um you know knew that people were mixing them up with like red tube you know so don't look that up if you guys don't know what that is right but uh yeah i the, the creators they, they said that they basically um you know quote unquote discovered us uh with the second interview which was hannah keppel who plays moon you know, right. my very first uh, interview was with Joe Su, who plays Kyler. So mm-hmm. I interviewed Joe, and he shared the interview, and I saw a lot of the cast members like it, uh, liked the the post, and so I reached out. I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm the guy that just uh, interviewed Joe. Would you be interested?" And yeah, most of them said yes. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It was great, and uh, you know, we're up to season five, and I, I think they're gonna go six and seven, right? That's, that's there's, yeah, there's, there's there's nothing official, but uh, once upon a time, John Hurwitz used to do a Q&A on Twitter a lot more on a regular basis. And uh, what he used to say was that they had outlines for six seasons. That didn't mean that it was going to end with six seasons, right. but they have also put out that they do have an end game. So right. um, recently, my buddy Watch Party was doing a live stream, which he did also you know quote unquote participated in like I know he answered some questions and, and, and uh, you know was unable to answer the others and a lot of people were asking about season 6 and he just kept on saying to not worry about it so yeah. it's probably a thing that you know perhaps is greenlit but they just can't announce it yet due to marketing or whatever right right but I, I think it's pretty much for sure you know everything. like yeah yeah. Uh, Hayden Schlossberg is a huge Terry Silver fan like you know right. anybody that follows them on Twitter will know that and there's no way that he's gonna let his favorite bad guy end with like being arrested. Right. <laughs> you know? so. That's that's uh, before you know. Uh, you know, spoilers. We're gonna we're gonna talk a lot of spoilers in this episode. Okay, everybody. Now, speaking of Terry Silver, we saw him go away in handcuffs. Um, how do you think they're gonna? Get, bring him back you think uh, well, I mean of course he has the, the best lawyers probably he's probably gonna pay off a judge or something <laughs> you know, knowing him right yeah he's done it before right right so he's but, done it before and and like um, you know Kreese escaped jail you can't have Kreese and Silver escape jail I know and now yeah. Kreese is basically 
a supervillain now, you know, basically, right? A little bit. Yeah, he's like the Michael Myers. He's escaped from prison, and, you know, he's out for revenge. Yeah, Kaiser Sose even, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. You they gotta watch their stuff. back, you know? The, the danger level has gone up with Absolutely. Everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't even think um, Daniel is safe with the way he handled things in the with, with that visit in prison, right? You know, with the, right. Yeah. I, I don't know if yeah. you can swear on your podcast, so I'll just you know censor it. But Mo, uh, no mercy, Mofo, yeah. right? So yeah. So well, the, we have um, two versions of the show. This is gonna be on the adult version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So swear away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just uh, no mercy, motherfucker. I I knew. Right. It was gonna right. Be, uh, it's going to be a good one. People are going to be quoting that. <laughs> right, right. I know. Uh, I I got a kick out of seeing, you know, Daniel doing the crane kick in that last episode. You know, I was yeah. waiting for him to do it in the show for the longest, right? <laughs> oh, is that right? Okay, you know what? I It, it actually, I've never thought about that. I, I never thought about whether or not it would return. And I do wonder what the consensus would be, you know, like, with your line of thinking, would that be the majority or the minority? And maybe if um, if more if more people were like, yeah, you know, I didn't really expect it to come back. Maybe that's why they did it. Yeah. Or you know, um, I mean, it's an iconic, also, uh, you know, thing. You know, it is, and you know, it's kind of poetic justice too for Daniel to do the prank kick to Terry Silver, who taunted him about it in the third. Right, game. I know, in the third one, and I think he tried to do it in the match right and it didn't it didn't work out right uh against barnes was it was it against barnes or some somebody well, else i mean he well he um he attempted it against chosen but chosen learned under sato oh yes learned, it was chosen yes yes yeah yes. so yeah. um yeah i i don't i i think once you try it against chosen and he counters counters it you know i you would hope that Mike Barnes would be able to counter it either, but uh, you know, since Daniel already tried it in the second movie, I, I would hope that he wouldn't try it again for the third movie. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it, it was. It was really interesting. I did not expect that at all, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a definitely like get out of my seat moment and like cheer. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the entire season was like that, wasn't it? I know. I know. And I think they're up their game every season. They they go with a bigger, like action scene every season to end the season you know and this one was yeah. like on two fronts yeah and I, I bet the Netflix money helped as well you know whatever <laughs> whatever bump they got in that but um, yeah just I'm, you know, I'm new just, location I, you know, wonder what are they going to do for the, the next season it's going to be even bigger right I mean it's got to every single season has um, has been bigger and they continue yeah. to deliver so yeah I mean, if they're going to go to the world tournament, they're going to have to up their budget because it's going to be like all over the world and they're going to bring people in to compete, right? Yeah. Um, well, it, it kind of depends. So, I mean, they haven't even started writing yet because uh, John, Josh, and Hayden are working on another show called Obliterated. And so what I understand, I, I didn't see the tweet or wasn't part of uh, whatever Q&A he was uh, doing. But um, apparently he has said that uh, they won't start writing season six until after they wrap on Obliterated. So I feel like they're somewhere about the second month of production, uh, mm-hmm. second or third, somewhere around there. Um, and we don't know how, how long that's going to take because on average, uh, Cobra Kai takes about three to four months of production or yeah. filming rather, just filming. So yeah, um, yeah it, it, if if 
the if kind of like the back half of season six is going to be about the Sakatakai, um, I don't I don't know if they're going to be traveling around the world. I feel it's going to be like I think it's going to be one somewhere. area, yeah, yeah, internationally. Right. So I I, I don't know if that's going to become like. Um, I hope it's I, I don't in, know uh, if, like Japan or something like that. You know, that'd be yeah, cool. My, that my way you can bring back thing. you know, chosen back Nokanawa a little bit. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, my, my buddy watch party thinks that uh, it could be Okinawa or in uh, South Korea. Yeah, that would be cool. Back to yeah. 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 And uh, what do you think the name is going to be for uh, Daniel's uh, dojo? I, I, my I, uh, kids my kids were saying it's going to be like Miyagi Fang. <laughs> okay? That's what they said. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it could be. I mean, they they kind of went with that during the All Valley Tournament, so right. I, I would like to see something different. Right. Um, with the inclusion of Chosen, I, I I would hope or think that maybe he has a say in it as well. Right. Who knows? You yeah. know, maybe uh, because like the whole Eagle Fang thing, that's very on brand for Johnny. But if it's mm-hmm. like all of them, I don't know. I mean, they, they could, they could. I, I mean, yeah. I don't have to guess because nobody would have. Nobody was gonna be able to guess Eagle Fang in season I know, three. I know, I know. Yeah, but it's it's on brand for Johnny, right? Absolutely, yeah. So if uh, Chosen returns and it's all three of them, we don't know uh, if and what uh, Mike Barnes' role is gonna be. You know, is he returning? If so, how big of a role does he have there? Because um, I hope I hope so a little bit. You know, I kind of hope so. I mean, what, what's he gonna do? Be a sensei? I mean, because. He, he hasn't been doing that for a long time. He just ran off with a Rembrandt, and you would think that he's going to try to rebuild his um, his business and hopefully get his wife back. So Yeah, but I hope he's not like a casualty when Reese comes back. You know? Well, I mean, they... Silver's the one who hired Barnes, though, in that yeah. third movie. Him and Chris didn't really have a relationship, so I don't, I don't know if that's... Sure, maybe he knows about him, but eh, who knows? Oh, of course they know they each have. other, yeah. but, you know, yeah. they were... Chris was only they're present at the um, at the tournament in the third movie. Now, when Chosen was fighting uh, Silver, uh, my kids and I, we were hoping that, you know, when, when the the knife was coming out i thought chosen was going to take the sword away from him and cut off his ponytail and i'm still hoping they they do that sooner or later in the show you know yeah i mean perhaps um i i we we joked about that on twitter and even on instagram really you know in in the fandom there's a few fan artists um there's one in particular i I believe it was beth uh blighton if i'm not mistaken she actually drew um an art of chosen cutting off the ponytail oh wow i see that (laughs) yeah the the fight is so epic though i feel the um cutting off the ponytail might be kind of kind of in line like with the nose honk and i I don't know if i want that uh, in in that moment you know right it was um it was just so tense and the way it ended yeah uh chosen would have had to have won so yeah it'll be interesting to see yeah yeah I just want to see like a rematch with those two, you know, because it kind of left, you know, un- undefined a little bit, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back after this little commercial. Hey, Ariana, have you ever read the news on the internet? 
No, who has time for that? Well, the Newsly app is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time, you, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling and start listening. That's right, Rayon. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports to science to even, you know, the Kardashians. Like, who cares about those guys, right? And you'll find the latest articles and they'll read them to you out loud. And you know what? They even have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, the Geeky Dad Podcast, is there too. I started using it as my default podcast app. They even have digital radio. So download and use the Newsly app for free. And, you know, um, go to www.newsly.me or from the link in our description, you can use the promo code GeekyDad and you get one free month of premium subscription. What do you think, guys? Cool! That's awesome! Try the Newsly app. Now, uh, one tense moment, which, you know, I don't know if you, you noticed it, but when, you know, um, Johnny's girlfriend, Miguel's mom, she was pregnant and she was running into that dojo where everybody was fighting. And in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, God. Okay, okay. I hope, I hope she doesn't get accidentally kicked and lose the baby at that moment. That was like, okay, very tense up for me, you know, but I'm right. glad they didn't do go that route. I thought that would have been leave the, the season on a sour note a little bit. So I'm glad they, that she got through without no scrapes or bruises or anything, you know? Yeah. The, the, the other thing is that the show is still um, categorized as a comedy. So yeah, I, yeah I, I don't think they would have gone that route. Oh, I mean, there, there's still some tense moments in there, you know. Oh, absolutely, but it's still yeah. uh, comedy at the end of the day. Yeah. Did you think? Do you think Reese killed that doctor? Uh, uh, no, I, I don't. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, I would hope not, because then, like, if he gets caught, you know, that's more prison for him. Right, right. now, I don't he has think to go he in cares hiding. at this moment, though, because regardless, he he escaped prison. He's going to go back to prison, right? Because for escaping prison. I mean, I, I I suppose. I mean, if if he kills and then escapes, I mean, he ha he's gonna have to go into hiding. But if he kills, that's that's a life sentence there, you know. Right. If he gets mm -hmm. captured again, it's probably just a little bit more jail time. But I don't know. Yeah. It looks like he kind of flipped a little bit, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So when did your love for Karate Kid start? The first movie, or did you like you know? Did you see that later um, on in life? No, it was probably with the second movie. Okay. Uh, I must have been, you know, eight, seven, eight, nine, somewhere mm -hmm. around there. Yeah, that age. me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I love the, the the animated series. <laughs> I still like. I still watch it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. I, um, 
I saw maybe a couple episodes and that. Yeah, too. I used yeah. to watch that as a kid. I loved it. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big fan. Now I saw that they came up with some action figures, like some really detailed looking ones. They look really cool. Yeah, they've had a few of those. Um, yeah. I believe it was uh, I'm forgetting the the brand. I because uh, icons, icon heroes. Yeah, they sent right. me a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, around after season three, and um. You know, they didn't really look like the characters, but these no, I saw some ones. new ones. The newer ones right. look really good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, your kids, I, I know you talk about them on the show that they they watch the show with you. Uh, how, how do they feel? Have they seen the the old movies? Um, I know my oldest son he has, and my ten year old I believe he's only seen the first two. He might have seen the third one. I, I really don't remember. Yeah. Uh, this, yes, it's yeah, about the same point. with my kids. They they've seen parts of three, but not all of three. Yeah. And the good thing about this season, it kind of redeems a little bit, uh, the third movie a little bit, you know, because that one gets a lot of flack from a lot of fans. And I think right. this this movie kind of gives it a little bit more redemption. I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they they add a lot of uh, layers to the characters. Um, Barnes is a is a great character, and even tying Jessica Andrews into it as well. You know, they kind of make the world a little bit bigger. And right, um, yeah, know, I'm I'm glad when I saw her. I, I was hoping she'd be in more episodes. You know. Yeah, I mean the the show already has a lot of characters, right? I know, I know. Yeah, I, I, I always hoped that she was going to turn out to be Tori's mom, but that didn't happen, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of those kind of connections at all. Like, that's just too convenient. Know, it seems like a very small valley. Everybody seems to know each other, you know. Yeah, know each other, but that's not their style. You know, yeah. like, um, it wasn't until season five until they actually connected like a main character with like one of the legacy characters right right you know the the only other connection at this time which they haven't even revealed unless you listen to an interview but uh counselor blatt from the high school she's um the, the younger sister of Susie, which is uh, ali's oh. friend from the okay. first movie okay. yes so that's something that the aaron bradley Danger, the actress uh, that she revealed on my show back in 2018 mm, uh, that she yeah. was told that that's that's her sister wow so, Okay, that's cool. That's cool. You know, uh, I know this is everybody always asks this probably like uh, Hillary Swank. You think she's going to show up? I mean, there's there's a um, definitely a possibility whether, you know, she wants to or not. I, I feel the ball might be in her court, uh, but I, I feel like every legacy, uh, legacy character has returned. What we kind of hear is that they always want to hear how are they bringing the characters back and, you know, how what is their character up to now? So I don't think everyone's always on board, by the way. They want to see what the story mm-hmm. is. So I think there's a real possibility there. And they definitely already set it up in the second movie about there being another uh, Miyagi-Do student in, uh, in the backyard of that Miyagi-Do house. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope she does return, at least. That's like the one major person left, right? Yeah, pretty much. You know, in part of the uh, Miyagi-verse, you know, she's the only other student that we've seen Miyagi teach. Either that or Michael Ironside. Uh, I mean, he would come back as a vi- villain, oh, I suppose. Villain, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good actor, so I- I'd see him in anything. You know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I um, I- I'm sure they will figure it out. But I, you know, I say this with everybody. Like, I don't see how they would bring that person into the fold. But you know, Jessica Andrews, brilliantly written, but with uh, Colonel Dugan. I mean, unless he was an actual 
you know, colonel in the military and maybe, um, you know, he's friends with Crease or Silver or something like that. I, right. You, you know, never I, know. I suppose it's possible. Yeah. 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 Or he just like, he has a, he started his own dojo and he's in the tournament. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. yeah. Never know. Right. Yeah. I love, uh, now, uh, you, you, uh, have two kids, right? Five. Oh, okay. I only have three. I gotta uh, catch up with you, man. <laughs> so, uh, uh, how many boys? Uh, three boys, two girls. Oh, okay, that's nice. That's nice. Now, uh, do the do they um do they study martial arts? Uh, only my middle child, who's ten years old, he's in taekwondo. Ah, uh, yes. My, both of my kids are in taekwondo. Yeah. Now, yeah. I uh, I've talked to a couple of uh martial art teachers on my show, and. Uh, you know, a lot of them said the same thing when when the first Karate Kid came out. Uh, taekwondo, uh, no, karate classes all over the United States, they doubled their students, like, overnight, you know. Right, And yeah. I think uh, this show is probably doing the same thing again, right? What do you uh, think? You, you would think so, absolutely. Like, yeah. uh, I, I feel... Well, w with my ten-year-old, he has ADHD, uh -huh. and we were trying to think of uh, ways to kind of kind of keep him like active and right, right. you know teach him discipline and stuff like that. And so that's kind of where the idea came. But he he's actually a pretty big Cobra Kai fan himself, mm -hmm. and so yeah. um, I think there was definitely an interest there. So if he hadn't seen Cobra Kai, I don't know if he would have been on board for something like that. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe you know. So uh, why why did you pick uh, Taekwondo and not karate? Um, well, it's really location, you know, there's a uh, two, okay. um, yeah, two it's pretty much, though. yeah, pretty much the same thing for me too. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got a Taekwondo place right next door. So yeah. it's like much easier for me. Yeah. It's convenient. Yeah. But I do want them to just study karate one day. I mean, um, I just want them to study the different styles and see which one they like best, you know? Yeah. Did you uh, do any when you were growing up? Uh, no, I didn't. I was busy playing video games. <laughs> ah, okay. well, uh, but playing games and then uh, watching movies. Yeah. So, uh, besides Karate Kid, what's 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 another thing you geek out on? Oh, Back to the Future, hands down. That's actually my favorite movie of all time. I, I tell people that's my Star Wars. Yes, I love Back to the Future too. And you know, if anybody could ever do a reboot, I would trust these. Uh, writers from from this show to do it yeah you know? and they're big fans themselves too yeah uh, when i went to go visit the, uh, them down in sony they actually have a um they have this uh, portrait of doc brown standing in front of the chalkboard from part uh -huh. two yeah hanging in their office yeah so they're big fans as well yeah yeah i, I mean I, I love the way they write this show and i think anybody that tries to do a like a reboot or a sequel to an old franchise they should follow their formula on Absolutely. how to do it, you know. Yeah. I mean, if only uh, Star Wars had listened to them, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're big fans of Star Wars too. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to see their take on the Star Wars sequels, you know. Interesting, the, yeah. Yeah. I think that that would have been a much better uh, trilogy, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, they, they have a lot of brilliant writers on, on the show. Um you know, Michael Jonathan Smith, uh, I believe, is also a big Star Wars fan. And he wrote, um, let's see, in season six. No, I'm sorry, season five. He wrote 
I believe uh, episode one, six, and nine, and um, you know, and and nine. Well, it introduces uh, Sensei Kim Da Eun and the, and the Fist. You know, the the first episode was uh, Miguel is you know on in search of his father, and the ninth episode is the the infamous club club scene. You uh, know, yeah. and then yeah. uh, the hijacking of the limo at the very end. So right. he he writes a lot of great episodes. So he he's one of my um uh, actually I I, I don't. I don't want to say favorite writers because they're all brilliant in every single yes. episode. Great. Yes. They all yes. brace. So, but, but Michael, he is actually um, show running a, a twisted metal TV show. Oh, wow. Yeah. And okay. uh, it's um, that's in post-production right now. And it's got like Anthony Mackie. I heard, yeah. Campbell. I heard about that one. Yeah. 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 A, lot, a lot of, a lot of big names attached to that Anthony show. Anthony Mackie's so, a pretty busy guy. He's like always in everything these days. Isn't he? Right. <laughs> <laughs> So and he's the lead, you know. So I'm yeah. definitely gonna check it out, you know, since uh since I have that you know quote unquote relationship with Michael and he's the first writer that I met in person uh, down in Atlanta. Cool, cool. Yeah. Now, uh, you're in you're in Atlanta right now? No, no, I I live in Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. Um, I went. Uh, I was down. I was invited down to visit the set. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. You got the connections, man. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was um going, I was actually going down there for their big Comic Con. Um I, I I don't know if this is true, but I uh, it it sounds like that's the kind of like the San Diego Comic Con, but for right. the East Coast. Dragon is Con. It Dragon Con, yeah. That's Dragon the one. Con, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I flew down there because uh Ralph, Billy, and Martin Cove, they were not coming to Portland which they did the previous year. Right. And I didn't want to miss out on seeing them because I just saw them the previous year and I introduced them to, I was like, hey, yeah, this podcast, you know, I got 13 eps or 13 interviews kind of thing. All right, yeah. So I wanted to go see them. And um, at that point, I had already uh, interviewed uh, the creators and, um, you know, a good amount of the the actors, including ones that hadn't even been on Cobra Kai yet. Like, uh, for example, Yuji Okamoto. You know, right. I had interviewed him and we only talked about Karate Kid 2 and I didn't know he was going to end up being in season three, you know, with <laughs> yeah. a cameo. So um, he was great. You know, I loved him this season. Man, I, everyone seemed to love him, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I, I heard would, some talk. Know, I was, they want us like a spinoff and stuff like that now, you know, I, I, w- I would welcome it for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I went down there and I reached out to the creators. And I was like, hey, if you guys are around, you know, I'd love to meet up, you know, for a drink or something. And um john hurwitz the one that i was speaking with he was actually just leaving out of town to go spend some time with family before they started production on season three and uh basically it was like well while you're down there you know why don't you uh reach out to hayden maybe he can show you around i go i, I would love that and that's what that's what happened hayden showed me around and for anybody that uh, follows me on instagram i have pictures of of my visit and i laid where uh, miguel laid where he fell off oh, and landed wow. on the steps so yeah. I have a picture of me laying there. Cool. Uh, I actually cool. um, reshared it yep, when season five drops. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, a lot of good memories there. You know, uh, do you like the, 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 the weekly format or do you like the binge format that the show used to have? Uh, not going to lie. So season four and season five, I was... Um, I, I, I was honored i guess you can say to be approved for uh screeners so right. season four i got to see two weeks in advance and season three i saw three weeks in advance wow now, cool if, if we yeah if we did it on a, on a like weekly basis i probably would have just gotten one episode 
right. you know, to to review and uh yeah i selfishly like if i got screeners i would want the entire season right you know and um with the the but as the a fan of- when you were originally you know got into the show they used to come in uh at weekly right no they were always YouTube. no every no even youtube it was always 10 oh okay i thought it was like yeah. weekly on youtube too no, yeah, the first two seasons was um all, all at once. You know, uh, th- that's a hard to answer because I I only well not only, uh, one of the reasons I even watched the show was because I had planned to cover it just because it was a continuation of the Karate Kid. Right. So right. so when I heard about it, I already planned like, oh, I'll I'll just review that. I'll just I'll just do one episode. Right. But I didn't know how good it was gonna be. Right. Yeah. So that's I was why surprised I, when I first saw it too. When I was like, this yeah. is YouTube, you know. Right, this everybody is too else good. Knows. Yeah, but this is too good yeah, for YouTube, you know. Well, well, I mean, it was so good, YouTube didn't know what to do with it. That's I why know. it went to Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and do you think the show would be as popular as it is today if uh, Ralph Macho uh, didn't do it? If Ralph Macho didn't do it, the show wouldn't have happened. Mm, okay. Yeah, right. they w- they went to um, Billy first and. Uh, they convinced him, sounded good, and you know, it, it, and then it came down to the unicorn, you know, right. Ralph Macchio. Right. Is he going to be okay with it? And so um, that, and that's what we've heard. You know, like if Ralph wasn't on board, then uh, it probably wouldn't have happened because they, you needed the two of them. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I, 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 although Johnny's my favorite character, I, I and sometimes you know Daniel can be a little annoying for me. I, I mean, I I think that's intentional. Yeah, you know, like he's he's still very much like the same character. But, from yeah, the... I would not want to see a show without him at all. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why they got him right. Like, yeah, if, if, yeah. If, so I think they made the right choice. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's very good, and I'm glad that now finally the son is finally taking on a little role in the show. You know, he was too much in the background in the first couple of seasons, and I'm glad that you know he's taking some bigger steps. You know. Yeah, again, um, a show that's only 30 some odd minutes each, uh, each episode, um, and so many characters. I, I feel they might have had like an idea or something what to do with him later on, but like what mm-hmm. do you do with him in the meantime kind of thing. So there, there wasn't really room for him. Right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that I, I think actually, I think he got picked worse than how Daniel got picked on, in my opinion. Because I don't think Daniel's head ever went inside a nasty toilet like his son did. That toilet was disgusting. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was. Um, I mean, that's pretty bad. But Daniel got beat up physically pretty. No, pretty he bad got too, beat up though. too. Well, not as bad, but still, it's, it's been constant. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounded like you were con- con- comparing them, but I, I still feel like Daniel had it worse. I don't know. I think. Eh. It's pretty close. I suppose. I mean, I, but you you had five cobras beating up on Daniel, you know, uh, a number of times, you know, running him off the cliff on, with their motorbikes and uh, and then everything they did to him at the tournament with, the, you know, Bobby and Johnny. Mm. Um, you know, Anthony hasn't gone through a tournament yet, but, yeah. you know, can he beat him up in the locker room? That's you know, that's well, one I time and then they're probably like aiming for the Kenny in the tournament versus him, you know, I think. Possibly. He, I mean yeah. he's a white belt right now. I mean it would yeah. be a fair match, but who, who knows, you know? Yeah. 
Well, these kids they learn very fast, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's part it's part of the universe. That's that's kind of yeah. how it's been described. You know, the Kenny's time like, frames like a black belt right now, right? It seems like it. Yeah. No, he is. He yeah. was one. Yeah. Anyhow, you know, uh, we're we're running out of time here. Okay. But it it was great having you on. Uh, what do you have uh in store for the next couple of episodes for your show? Um, I currently don't have any interviews uh, lined up yet, but I um I need to get on our first episode review. Uh, but mm-hmm. for anyone that uh, is interested in interviews, I already released an interview with Sean Kanan and also um Alicia Hannah Kim, who plays uh Sensei Kim Da-un. So I have those two interviews out right now, and um looking to do more as uh as the days go by. Cool, cool. Everybody, check out your show. Uh, what days do you usually come out with new episodes? I don't, I don't pick days. Uh, you know, with five kids and working 50, 60 hours a week, I, <laughs> yeah. I put them out when I can. And yeah. So yeah, I, I never, I, I never pick a day. So, uh, but well, there's plenty know, of content. Yes. So guys, uh, just subscribe to the show. So when the show does get new episodes, you'll you'll get a little click on your phone. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I do have like over 240 episodes. So and yeah. I have 118 interviews. So plenty to yeah, hold and, over. And, and, you know, if you're yeah. a fan of Cobra Kai, this is probably one of the best shows to listen to. It, it's definitely Thank one you. of my my favorite shows to listen to, especially after being hyped up after watching that show. I, I I've been like binging your your episodes like crazy with all the oh interviews. thank you yeah thank you i appreciate that, that i just listened lot. to your uh your top your top five moments episode they oh, were all my was... favorite moments as well oh is that right yeah i yeah. mean there's so many good ones right i mean yeah. I, I could i could probably do a few more of those uh, yeah you could same topic <laughs> yeah 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 i mean uh, finally moments right 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 yeah uh i mean uh i never thought i would be so excited for a Karate Kid reboot in my life because, you know, there was a time in my life where, you know, they did the remake and I was like, kind of like, okay, I'm kind of done with the franchise, especially after the next Karate Kid. And I thought that they would never, ever bring this franchise back to where it was. And now I think it's kind of eclipsed it, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show. Uh, Peter, you are awesome. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks, Raphael. Thanks for inviting me. Yes, thank you. And it's great to talk to another uh, Cobra Kai fan and a fellow podcaster. Uh, Absolutely. No mercy. And and another geeky (laughs) dad, right? Absolutely, yeah. I'm into a a lot of different things. Like like I said, Back to the Future, Karate Kid, Cobra Kai. uh, Huge movie buff, so all about the 80s and 90s. Yeah, so you you, you, you get your kids into the 80s and 90s stuff too? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a good all, job. All, all, good work. All my kids are big fans of Back to the Future as well. Yeah. Uh, my kids are still a little young because I, I, I don't want to explain like a, a guy want to have sex with his mom yet, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, right, right. Yeah. I feel that would that would go over uh, the kid's head and, you know, they don't have yeah. sex. I mean, they, they, they kiss and <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, I'm still trying to explain Luke and Leia kissing, so... You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, they they don't know their siblings. So yeah, yeah. Anyhow, we're going off ta- ta- tangents here. You know, it's fine. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, talk to you later. Maybe next season we can have you back on the show. Yeah, right? looking forward to it. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you so much.
This episode is sponsored by Audible. You know, you can get thousands of great selections of audiobooks, plus exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. And, you know, you can get theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and best of all, even podcasts like this one. And all you need to do is go to audibletrial.com slash podcast, And you'll get 30 days free when you sign up. You know, when you download titles, you know, you can listen to them offline anytime, anywhere. The app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. You can listen across devices without losing your spot. And if you can't decide what you want to listen to, don't worry. You can keep the credits for up to a year. And then you can binge them all in a whole series if you like. So, go to Audible trial.com slash the geeky dad podcast and get your free trial on us help out the show help out yourself and listen to great audiobooks with a-list talent narrating right now i'm listening to artemis narrated by rosario dawson you know, it feels cool to have, uh, like, uh, uh, a celebrity narrating to you. It makes you feel special. So, try it out. The Cult-Worthy Classic, a cinema podcast dedicated to obscure films and cult classics made before 1970. Join me, Antonio Palacios, weekly on all listening platforms or at thecultworthy.com. The Cult-Worthy Classic, we're bringing the classics back.